testimony and the word of God tonight. Amen. 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 Our testimony for tonight reads as follows. Flu Hills. There is a woman who requested for prayer during our midday online prayer service. She was suffering from flu which started on Monday and got worse on Wednesday. As she lost her voice and had chest pains, she was not even sure that the man of God would hear her as her voice was gone. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone and the healing power of God touched her. She started to cough as the power of God was busy healing her. She confirmed that she was feeling lighter after prayer and her voice was starting to come back. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. And our announcements for tonight are as follows. Every morning from Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer, which is uh, at half past, six, half past eight on Saturday and Sundays. At 12 midday, we have our midday service, which is followed by our evening service at half past six every night. Amen. Amen. At, at 5 to 12, our midnight prayer starts. Amen. 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 And every Amen. Thursday and Friday, we have our fasting prayers. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 And to those who want to partake on the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the bank details are shared on different WhatsApp groups, on Messenger, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. 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 Now we will get the word of God for tonight from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22 from verse 1, NIV. 1 Samuel chapter 22 from verse 1, it says, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adulam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him. 
and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. From there, David went to Mizpah in Moab and said to the king of Moab, Would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until I learn what God will do for me? So he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him as long as David was in the stronghold. But the prophet God said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went to the forest of Hereth. Verse 8. Is that why you have all conspired against me? No one tells me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse. None of you is content about me or tells me that my son has incited my servant to lie in wait for me as he does today. Verse 17. Then the king ordered the guards at his side, turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because they too have sided with David. They knew he was fleeing, yet they did not tell me. But the king's officials were unwilling to raise a hand to strike the priests of the Lord. The king then ordered Duke, you, you turn and strike down the priests. So Duke the Edomite turned and struck them down. That day he killed 85 men who wore the linen ephod. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go straight to the word of God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us read the word of God from the book of Second Samuel, chapter 22, verse number 1. The Bible said that David left God and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down there to him there. All those who were in distress, in depth, in discontent gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. Hallelujah. Okay, first of all, let us try to understand, let us understand what was happening here. The Bible is talking about, you know, we all know that David is running away from Saul. Saul wants to kill David, and Saul is going up and down to chase David, to arrest David, in order to kill David. The Bible says that David now, he first went to, to this other place where it was the place of Philistine. It was the place under the Philistines. Hallelujah. When he arrived there at the place where it was under the Philistines, he began to pre pretend like he was crazy. He began to pretend like uh, he's out of his mind. When he was brought there and they thought he, David was crazy, 
The Bible said that the king there said that they let him go. Said that okay, what do I have to do? Because David is a madman. And um, and he pretended like he's crazy, not because he was crazy, of course. He pretended as if he was crazy in order for him not to be captured, for him not to be killed. Hallelujah. Then it was the same thing now. The Bible said that when, um, when he arrived at that place, he went to Adulam. Adulam, he was now staying in the cave. Because he realized even when he went to this other place that his enemies were still looking for him. His enemies have not forgotten the victory that he have given to them, to the Israelites. Because the place where he was, it was at Gath. Then when this enemy still was looking at him, he ran away to be by himself. Where? In Adulam. In Adulam, the Bible says he was alone there. And when everybody began to hear that David is, uh, is alone there, the Bible said that even his father, his mother, his family followed who? Followed David. Hallelujah. Amen. Not only that, the Bible says even all those who were in distress, who were in debt, or who were discontented gathered around him. And he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, one thing that, you know, which is so remarkable about David is this one. David, by this time, God was on his side. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. God was what? Was on his side. That's one thing that was important. You know, let me tell you this. On the other side, Saul was a king. I don't know who's that person with you, where you're busy with something. It's making noise from this side. I want to listen to the Holy Spirit in order to deliver tonight. Amen. Then Saul was having the kingdom. Saul was having the whole army. Saul was having everything in his own disposal. But God was no longer with Saul. God was with who? Was with David. Then David didn't mind to go and start from afresh. He could go to the cave to start afresh. To start from nothing because he know that what? God is on his side. Let me tell you this. When God is on your side, your greatest strength is who? Is Jehovah. Your greatest strength is not your wisdom. Your greatest strength is not those who are around you. The greatest strength is who? It's God by your side. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why, why you have to make one thing that you have to make sure is that God is by your side. That's all. Before everything else, what we have to make sure is what? Jehovah is on our side. Then he will bring the right people to be on your side. 
And when you bring the right people to be on by your side, he will take you from being a nobody to become a somebody. It, it doesn't matter how are the things around you. It doesn't matter as long as what? God is by your side. That's why also those, his family, also those who are in distress, who things were bad. When they heard that David is in Adulam, they said, no, this man, God is with him. It doesn't matter what he's going through. It doesn't matter that things are not well. It doesn't matter whether he's hiding. It doesn't matter whether he's starting from zero. But we know God is on David's side. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. I don't know which on which state is your life. Maybe your life is at zero now. Maybe things are not going well in your life now. But I want to tell you today this one. It is not over until God says it's over. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Where you are is not your destiny. Where you are is not your destiny. God is not done with you. Let those who judging you think that you are crazy like David, let them go ahead. Let those who are taking you for granted by by judging you by by where you are. You know, some people will judge you because of where you are because they lack revelation. They lack God's insight. They look at David looking like he's crazy. They say, David, what can I do with this man now? He's crazy. They reject him. They let him go out of my presence. I'm not going to even fight this one. Now he's crazy. The Bible doesn't say that those who were rich, those who were go- things were going well, begin to follow David to Adulam. No. They did not follow him. But the Bible said those who were in distress. That means some people will begin to judge David. Things are finished with David. His master have left him. His master is fighting against him. Not knowing that God is preparing something bigger, something better for David. I'm saying to you tonight, I don't know that person who's taking you for granted. I don't know. I don't know how things are, but I'm here to tell you that tonight it is not over until God says it's over. Say Holy Ghost fire. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If they are talking against you, let them talk. It's not God talking against you. If they are taking you for granted, let them do that on their own peril. But I'm telling you, things are about to turn around for our good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, because Adulam, it was not the final place of David. Adulam, it was not the place where David was going to die in Adulam. 
David was not going to die a poor man. David was not going to die a nobody. Maybe some people have thought, some people have thought that you're going to die a nobody. It's not yet over. Hey, they are, they are playing with a time bomb. God said time is about to arrive where the temple will, will be turned. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, sometimes God, you know, he prepares situations, he prepares things. And sometimes, you know, when he's preparing things, you might even think this is the end of things, can't it? This is just the beginning of things. There, are, there, there, there is a place where God is taking you. There is something that God is, is trying to do behind the closed doors. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then don't look around in the cave and you look at the cave, it's dark. And you think, oh, God has left you. He will, he, God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. People may reject you. People may forsake you. Not Jehovah. God is not done with you until his promises and prophecies are fulfilled in your life. Hallelujah. That's why some people are seeing on David. David is acting like he's crazy. They think it was done with David. Some people maybe because when they see that they they rejected David. Some people when they see David when they they is being chased up and down, they think it's over with David. But it was not what it was not over until God says it's what it's over. Don't put a full stop where God has put a comma. Hey, your story is not yet done. He's not the writer is not done writing, he's still continuing. Amen. It's just that for the story to be so wonderful, for the story to be so glorious, he allows you to go through some stuff that he may demonstrate his power and he can take you somewhere. So that when you begin to testify how great is your God, how big is your God, how wonderful is your God, because of where you have been through, they could tell that Jehovah is great. Jehovah is powerful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Those I am have got a message to those who are writing you off. I've got a message to those who are taking you for granted. They are doing a very big mistake. Because God is where? Is by our side. Say, God is by my side. Jehovah is by my side. Hallelujah. The same thing happens with Joseph. The Bible said that, you know, hey, because Joseph, his, fa- his father loved him so much. The way his father loved him so much, the Bible said that his brothers were jealous. Were so jealous. On this other day, they tried to throw him into the pit. After that, before they actually they wanted to kill him. And one of the brothers said, no, let us not kill him. Let us just throw him inside the pit. They throw him in the pit. Again, the other brother said, no, let us not just throw him into the pit. Let him talk, take him out. Let him sell him to be a slave. 
They sold him to be a slave. Imagine somebody wanted to be killed. After wanting to be killed, was thrown into the pit. Now he's sold to be a slave. When he was a slave there, God was with Joseph. No matter where he was, God was with Joseph. When he was, he found a job to serve his master Potiphar, and God was with him. Favor was there, everything was well, and until one day he was accused. He was accused. When he was accused, the Bible said that he was now arrested, he was in the, in the prison. To somebody who did not have a long sight, who does not have a revelation, could have thought it was end with Joseph when he was wanted to be killed could say that it was end and end of with Joseph when they throw him into the pit, when they, when they sold him to be a slave. But God was not done with him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Until God took him from being a prisoner into to be a prime minister of the whole of Egypt. Sometimes some problems, some, what you consider a challenge, what you consider that the devil has thrown his blessed, best blow, he's thinking that he's going to destroy you. It is preparing you for you to reign. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Also by this time, God was preparing the reigning of the of, of David. It was not over with David. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Say that God is not over with me yet. He's still busy with me. Say neighbor. Don't take me for granted. Adulam is not my finished place. Let me tell you this. Sometimes, you know, when you're taking a journey, let's say you're taking a journey to your area nearest town. You are taking a journey to your nearest city. Sometimes when you're on that journey, when you look on the side, you will see the trees. You will see only trees. Only trees. You can't see anything. You see only trees, you see only mountain. If somebody think, oh, is this the only town, the town where I'm going? If that person could have given up, he's gonna meet, he's gonna end up being in the middle of Norway. Are you get what I'm saying? But around that journey is just that mountain, those trees are where you are passing by. When you wait upon the Lord. When you wait in the presence of God, when you wait in your God's given responsibility, so now later you will reach your nearest town. When you reach your nearest town, that's you're going to see the, the beautiful building, the beautiful town and everything. Hallelujah. Then also by this time in the life of David, he was confined to, hey, to Adulam. Let me tell you, let me tell you something about Adulam. The Bible said that those who were in distress, you know, sooner or later those people who were in distress, you will hear them, they will be called mighty men of David. People who, hey, they were nobody by this time, but as they were associated with the one who God was with, which is David. 
the anointing and God begin to work in their life. Amen. They became the greatest army in the in the land. Amen. They became Amen. a mighty man, all of them. Amen. I'm telling Amen. you, when you wait upon the Lord, God will do something what no man can ever do. Amen. God will raise a standard, will take you from being a nobody to become a somebody. Amen. Even the time when David was a king, let me tell you something. This man who were nobody who endeavors, this man who thinks we're very tough their life changed completely. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. They, be, they were the one who became top soldiers. Let me tell you this. Sometimes when you stick with those who look, they are nobody. You, it's when now you, you are being set to, to hold higher position when things have turned around. Amen. Sometimes some of your best friends some of the best, best people you have to, to stick with, you will not find them when the things are going well. Let me tell you this. Most of the time you will, eat, you will see the real friends when they will stick with you when the days are dark. Amen. There is a saying that when the days are dark, what? Friends are few. You know, when the things are dark, you will, you will is the time that you're going to find true colors of people you will find people who are honest you will find people who are loyal you won't find people who are loyal when things are going well when everybody loves people with money everybody loves people who are rich everybody loves people who are going they want to be associated with that but not everybody want to be associated when things are going bad then sometimes Amen. when you are there, you won't be able to see the right people to stick with. It is the people who will stick with you things when they are tough. These are the people that are loyal to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. These are the people that are loyal. You must keep them closer when they are chasing you up and down. Sometimes they are chasing you. You can find out who must you bring closer to yourself. Amen. You know, sometimes it's hard to choose those life partners when you are rich. You now begin to think people are coming after you because of... Are you getting what I'm saying? But if now when you are still a nobody, that's the time to choose a true friend. And the one who will stick through thick and thin, this is the person you must keep closer. Then Adulam, sometimes you are there to know who you must stick, let them stick close to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I can we go to this one of I can say that this is my one of my favorite blessings. La Krativa Sontaraba. Can we go to the book of James chapter one? James chapter one. From verse number two, the Bible reads as follows. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. Because, because, 
you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Then the Bible doesn't say consider it pure joys, my brothers and sisters, when everything is going well. No. The Bible says that consider it pure joy when you are facing what? Trials of many kinds. There are some lessons you will never get from anywhere except from trials. There are some skills you will never get except from where? From trial. Then that's what the Bible is saying that consider it what? Pure joy when you're going through what? Trials of many kinds. Because God is trying to teach you something. God is trying to develop something in you. So that when you are done with that test, that when you are done with that exam, you are now qualified. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then the people who are not wise, they don't like exams. If they don't like exam, they don't go through exam, how will you pass? How can you be promoted? How can you be taken to the higher place? Amen. But as a child of the living God, consider it what? Pure joy. Because you just know that God is preparing you for something. God is doing something bigger in you. Hallelujah. Sometimes when he's preparing you, you don't know what you are being prepared for. Sometimes it does not even feel like you are uh, what you are being prepared for. You don't even know it doesn't feel right. Amen. Amen. But no pain, no gain. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Those who exercise, they know that when you're exercising, sometimes you feel you sweat. Sometimes when you're exercising, you feel so your muscle getting strained. But at the end of that exercise, you will see your body in shape. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then it's the same thing when you are still in preparation. Sometimes when you are in the middle of Adulam, in the middle of rejection, in the middle of attack, you don't know what God is trying to do here. But after when the Lord is done, well, that's why we're going to begin to celebrate that. Oh, indeed, all things work together for good to them that love God. Maybe by that time of a trial, by the time of exam, by the time of preparation, you thought this preparation is coming to destroy you. You thought this trial trial is coming to finish you off can't you know let me tell you then let me show you something can you go to the book of also first corinthians the bible said that no temptation have overtaken you Accept what is common to mankind. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out 
so that you can endure it. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God, you know, behind you, when God is on your side, you are not, you know, people can look at you, they think that you are alone. Sometimes if you don't spend enough, most time in the presence of God, where you can feel his presence, where you can feel his power, sometimes you might feel like you are alone. But with you and behind your back, there is a great God. Amen. There is Jehovah. Amen. When God is on your side, you are not the boss. Amen. Jehovah is your boss. Amen. Jesus Amen. is your master. Amen. Then before anything happens to you and around you, he first check. He first weigh it out and realize and begin to weigh it out. Will my daughter, will my son handle this? Amen. What he or she will gain out of this? What he or she will learn out of this? Amen. Then before, if he realizes that this challenge which is coming, you won't be able to endure it. You won't be able to overcome it. He will prevent it from coming. But when you have realized that this is the perfect one that after this exam is about to be pro- promoted, after this exam is about to get this lesson, after this exam is about to grow, Amen. after this exam is about to be a better person, Amen. after this test there is this and this and this benefits, and he realized that he has equipped you with the enough ability to overcome what is coming against you. Amen. Then he will say, devil, try. You can try now. You can try now. That challenge can come now. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, he said what? That challenge can do what? Can come now. He allows it to come. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. That's why the Bible is saying that no temptation, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And after that, the Bible says that, Hey, Shakriya Prosakia Vazagadesh. Hey. Some powerful tongues coming from all others right there. Amen. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. He will do what? He will provide a way out. That means there is no problem without a solution. And the solution is not getting developed because you are in trouble. Hey. Solution before he allowed the challenge to come, before he allowed the situation to come, the problem to come, he allowed it already with a solution. Amen. Then, who have got the solution? It's not you, it's your boss. Amen. Your master is the one who have got what? Who have got the solution? Hallelujah. Amen. That's why, no matter what, come away. Come no what? Trust upon the Lord. Look upon the Lord. Depend upon the Lord. Then quickly he will show you your what? Your way out. Hallelujah. 
Don't let your adulam not to trust God. Amen. Don't let your place Amen. of rejection made what? Hey, reject God. Let it make draw you closer. Amen. Amen. Sooner or later here when we are reading, you will be hearing David that he was going to his man of God. Oh, Rabra Shakiava. To his prophet. His prophet, his man of God, used to give David what? Direction. Amen. The man of God of David used to give him what? Direction. Which step to take. How he must handle the situation. Where to go. He said, no, don't stay in Adulam. Go to Mizpah. Go and stay in Mizpah. God is telling me, go and stay in what? Go and stay in Mizpah. That was the word of a prophet. That was the word of what? Of the man of God. We need that word. Hallelujah. Which will make things so easy for us. Because where God is telling you to be and what God is telling you to do, he will provide everything. He will, pro- he will take over. He will protect. Amen. Then David was such kind of man of caliber who had his man of God. Not just having a man of God who did not honor. He, honor, he took the instruction. Amen. Are you Amen. getting what I'm saying? Amen. It is very, very much important. When you hear what is, what does God want to do in your life? Amen. When you get Amen. the direction of which steps to take, where? In the presence of God. Amen. Not that David was not anointed. David was what? He was anointed. Amen. But he still honored the priest. Hey! As we are wrapping up, listen to this one. On the other side, Saul now is turning against God completely. Saul now is killing the servants of God. He's killing the priest. He killed the priest and he killed 80 priests. How can you fight against the Lord's anointed one? How can you do that? As a child of the living God, never fight the servants of God. Honor the anointing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This lesson, I'm just saying it beforehand because we are hearing Saul killing 80 priests, 80 men of God. The Bible says his soldiers, when they were told to kill the priests, they were scared. They did not want to raise a sweat. They honor God. But one of his soldiers, this wicked soldier, he killed the priest. He killed 80, 80, 80 prophets, men of God. Amen. You could hear, later you will hear what David was going to be doing. Even David, when he could get Saul, even if Saul wanted to kill him, he was not killing Saul. He, was, he will say that you don't touch the anointed one. You don't t- he protected the anointing in the house, in the head of who? In the head of Saul. As a child of the living God, every time find yourself protecting the anointing. Don't be with those who are fighting against the anointing. When they are talking against the anointing, oh, don't don't do that. 
Keep quiet. Let them do what they are doing. Don't cheer them up. Our duty is to protect the anointing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. The angels are watching when you're doing that. Amen. God is watching when you're doing like that. Amen. And sooner or later, God will cause you to be protected because of that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Then right now, because of time tonight, stand up and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Let the Holy Ghost lead you tonight. Let the Holy Ghost lead you tonight in that prayer, enabling you to pray, enabling you to trust upon God, enabling you to totally depend on Him no matter what, enabling Him to t- let Him enabling you to take the right decision, the right steps. Mandala Bajanda Rabayade Mandala Bajanda Rabazunda Rabay Mandala Bajanda Rabayanda Rabay Oh, my God. 
Ask God to show you His way out, the way out in every situation that you are going through, the way out out of every situation that you will ever face. Father, show us the way out. Show us the way out. Show us the way out. Say, my father, my God, every time I need a miracle, every time I need your help, send your angels. Let your angels appear with my miracle, with my breakthrough, with my answer. In the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I command them to the abyss. Say my life is blessed. My family is blessed. My business is blessed. Our countries are blessed. The whole world is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. There is nobody who's not well here, isn't it? Anybody you are not well, you are not well in your body. Nobody like that. Everyone you are well in your body. Amen. Say I am well in my body. My family is well in my body. Say, I will never be sick. My family will never be sick. Say, I will not die before my time. Say, my family will not die before their time. In the name of Jesus. Say, I am blessed. I am rich. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be broke in my life. In the name of Jesus. 
as we're about to go and prophesy and create miracles, I want to tell you this. During prayer, I could hear the Lord saying that we have started a, also a new season. There will be a new type of testimonies and miracles. Because as we are spending our time in His presence, the glory is intensifying. Don't be surprised when you hear somebody coming back to life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. After when I heard that, I, I saw many things coming back to life. Many things. Things that you have given, some people you have given up, you thought that this one, uh-uh, I've given up on this dream. I've given up on this career. I've given up. And I can see God saying that I will water them. I will bring them to life. I will make them fulfilled. It will not be by your power. It will be by the finger of God in Jesus' name. Wow, congratulations. Amen. Let us just testify to our life this evening as we declare and declare we will testify about these miracles. Amen. 